Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kita Spears, a.k.a. Hi Key. What up, winners? Kita, what's up, man? I'm wearing a sweater. It's getting pretty cold right now, but you're just like ready to go to Hawaii. I'm going to see. <laughs> In the sun, it's warm. In yeah. the shade is where you where you get fucked up at. Yeah. And unfortunately, my house, the whole front porch, is always in the shade. Great during the summertime in Vegas when it's 120, but when you just want to get a little bit of vitamin D and not have to go, you know, walk around the corner to go see the sun, yeah, it's not too fun. So it, The worst sunburns is when you're at the beach and the sun's not really out and you're thinking, oh, dude, it's only 70 degrees, sun's not really out. I'm good. I don't really have to put on a whole lot of sunscreen okay. to watch myself. Dude, that's when the sun just gets you. Dude, ask your average college-aged white girl. She'll tell you that days that it's overcast is the best days to get tan. Come on now. Yeah, that's that's true. And then they bring out the uh, the bronze. The, oh, yeah, uh, the double down. Yeah. There you go. Call, I call that the Kim, Kim Kardashian. There you go. <laughs> you just wash it off and you want to go back to how you look before. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, this episode, guys, is about getting tan. Actually, not. It's you know, one of these days, maybe we'll come up with some some crazy idea. But right now, the craziness is, Kita, can you believe that today is the hundredth episode of How Winners Win? No, I mean, not when I started this. I mean, I wanted to get to a hundred episodes. I just didn't feel like it would get to this point this fast. I don't. Is it fast? I mean, how long have we been doing this for? We started this podcast spring. I would say, I think it was about March or April of 2021. By the time you guys hear this episode, it's probably going to be 2023. It's pretty crazy to even say that out loud. So we're about a year and a half. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I just, it, that, that goes to show it, it feels fast when you're doing it consistently. Cause I definitely thought this would like came up on me like, super quick. It did. And guys, we really, appreciate the fact that you've been rocking with us this whole time. You know, you're listening to this right now. Chances are you've heard other episodes before. More than likely. If you're new, this show is about you guys, about giving back to you and helping you guys win in your personal life, your financial life, your business life. Kita and I are in the trenches with business and entrepreneurship and we're in the financial space. So we try to share some strategies to help put more money in your pocket. And, you know, we deal with employees and culture and relationships and mindset and all the same fuckery that you guys deal with. Kita, that's my new word is fuckery. You bring that into 2023, bro. That is my, my word of 2022. And guys, like, fuckery, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, right? Like, I kind of got into fuckery with the running and just dealing with the bullshit. But then we've been going through a lot of challenges with in our own business, right? Yeah. There's a lot of fuckery. Chances are you guys are going through some fuckery. And how I define fuckery is shit that you may have manufactured or things that did not come your way or that did come your way that you did not manufacture, right? Like if I'm going to run 50 miles, I'm signing up for fuckery, right? I'm manufacturing pain, adversity, doubt, all of the above, and I'm going to get stronger from it. On the other hand, maybe you did business with somebody and that somebody is fucking you over. You can't control them, right? That's fuckery. Yeah. However, you probably looking back could have done some things differently in that relationship to avoid the bad shit that happened. Right. But you got to learn from the fuckery, right? No. Yeah. Fuckery is something that is unfortunately unavoidable. It's the good with the bad, the, the light with the dark, whatever analogy that you want to do, the the sun with the rain. Uh, it's just a part of the, the ups and downs of life. But 
how you deal with fuckery is is also quite important as well and we've talked about this on the show so that's not what we are here to discuss today we're actually going to reflect right today is a day of reflection a hundred episodes over 52 weeks over 365 days of trying to do this shit you know just consistently whether it be having a team to edit having our producer here to to help make sure our mics are on point our shit set up the right way making sure our guests look good sound good and then getting the content out to our guests as well i mean it's a it's a lot um so i mean let's let's talk about what we've actually gone through and learned from this experience of giving back and kind of providing value in a different way we've always provided through business through commerce through exchanging our ideas with our clients but to give it back for free to give it back in positions that i never thought we were going to be able to give back in the beginning the guests that i never would have dreamed would have came on our show and come through las vegas in our office to now yeah and i think if we if i were to sum up two things that and i'll share number one and then you can go next but like two things that i learned from doing this podcast over the last year and and reflecting number one is not underestimating imperfect action and how many of you guys have procrastinated something haven't done something because it's just not the right time right? Maybe your gut doesn't tell you, your friends aren't cheering you on, just doesn't feel right. And you need to do this first before you take action here. The stars have to align. And we easily could have done this with the podcast. In fact, we actually did. Um, I was the culprit on it. I had a few people in my ear saying, dude, you guys should get a podcast. Like you guys have good content. You have a lot of value that you can help people with. Get your own podcast. And I'm thinking, man, like the business is not where it needs to be, or, you know, I don't know how much it costs, or we really don't even have a studio. We don't have the equipment. Like it was just always something that was holding me back from wanting to do the podcast. But finally I just said, fuck it, Keita, let's just start the podcast, take action and see what happens. But we went into it playing the long game. We thought, okay, what's going to happen after a few years? And I think that's where people make the wrong choice from the very beginning Kita is they want to accomplish something whether it's getting in shape or making more money or starting a business or putting out video content or starting up a, a podcast and when they don't see results right away it's easy to start eating like shit it's easy to see your video got less than 100 views and no comments and then not put out another piece of content, right? It's easy to quit your business when it's not working out the way you thought the first six months. And you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot when you do that, right? So I think what helped us is we came into this looking at the big picture, the long game. Let's not judge this podcast for at least a few years. Let's not even try to make money off of it. Let's not even try to run ads or you know, let's look at it in the big picture. What's going to happen over the next few years? Let's just pour into the audience, actually deliver a good product, a good service, and then see what happens. And it's pretty amazing what happened. Guys, don't listen to episode number one if you're just listening to this, because I probably said, um, like 120 times. I probably stuttered like a motherfucker, probably had to retake the intro at least 12 times because I forgot a line, right? So the first few episodes I know were probably dog shit, but every episode I got more comfortable. I know you got more comfortable. I was able to know how to flow with you, right? So we just got better. 
And if you keep doing something rep after rep, week after week, we were committed to the process and the results are going to happen, but it just takes time and it takes taking that action without having everything dotted out and lined up. And that's really hard to do for all of us, which is just a reminder that to just start somewhere. And then along the way, as you're taking action, you'll make tweaks, you'll make adjustments, you'll learn from your mistakes and you have no choice but to get better. There's no free lunch in anything. I mean, there's no get rich quick schemes. They don't exist. And that's what I've got from all our guests and from the proof of our own work. You know, like I can literally think back to the day that we started the podcast, like, like, oh, like we'll, we'll, we'll do, you know, a couple hundred episodes over the next couple of years. Let's, let's see how that goes. You know, cause I was thinking just one a week, you know, for the next couple of years, I'm like, all right, by, by year two, we should be at a hundred episodes you know, then we could take a, take a look at the work, but exponential growth is a real thing. You know, we, we took action, started it. Then the next week we already, we already committed to showing up the week after when we started day one. So we show up again and we show up again. And then the next thing, you know, you know, we're getting, it's like second nature at this point for us. We can walk in, come up with the topic to be honest, five minutes before the show, if we really wanted to and be able to give you guys a quality show and product that we could stand on and put our names on. And to think back to, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about for, for this long, for, for this many episodes, we're going to run out of topics to talk about all the doubt, the typical doubting and impersonating things were in my mind in the beginning, you know, but we showed up and did it every single week consistently, even when it sounded like real trash. Like I was not happy to put the content out in the beginning, you know, did not feel good, but same way you post content on your Facebook page for your business, same way you post content on Instagram or TikTok, you got to be consistent and show up every single day. I feel like people almost didn't even take us seriously either for a while until we just kept, until they forgot that we were doing the podcast. And then we would say, Hey, I'm still doing it. You know, so it almost takes a while for people to even believe you, let alone it took a while for me to even believe in myself once we started it. So consistency is the key to growth, the key to success, the key to actually succeeding in what you said that you were going to do is by showing up and doing a little bit every day or a little bit every week and not caring about what that first rough draft is. You remember when you went to school and you had to write a paper? What's the first thing they had you do? Outline your outline your topic. Don't worry about it. Don't overthink it. Just throw some bullet points on the table. I always had a real bad, had a hard time doing that. I'm always trying to craft out what exactly I need to say. And I would have a hard time starting papers and shit like that. I can talk, but I can't start a paper for the life of me. This is a prime example. Just throw some shit out there and then show up and then look at it again with the new, with, with the new outlook. Seven days later, we would wake up and like, damn, it's time to record the podcast again. I'm pretty sure life, relationships, health, business has thrown you something that you can talk about or relate to somebody on in those seven days. And then next thing you know, you got something to talk about. You got something to share. You got something of value to provide the marketplace. And that's what I've learned from this show is that if you live life and then talk about it, there's always something to say. Always. So I've, we just can't, you just can't give up when it comes to actually putting the story. And that's, that was my biggest lesson from the show is that 
you can't underestimate what you bring to the table and you can't like overthink what other people are expecting from you. And that's what I felt like I, I fell into. I was overthinking, overest, you know, underestimating like what we were bringing to the table, the value that we would bring. Is this going to resonate with any people that we know, any people that we don't know? <clears throat> and I was overthinking, man, who would want to come on our show and we haven't had any episodes yet? You know, who's going to want to come on our show when we're not doing everything that they're doing in their business? And lo and behold, you keep putting content out there. The value exchange is there. We have a platform that they can spread their message and they can help people. And we're helping our winners. Next, you know, people are reaching out to us, want to get on our show. So that was a, a, you know, a limiting belief that was, I was able to shed over the two years, a hundred episodes of this show is that you, you can't underestimate the value that you're bringing to the table and you can't overthink what people are expecting from you. Cause guess what? They haven't had it your way, the way that you give it to them. So if you give it to them your way and it's authentic and it's you when it's 100% you, it's going to be different even if it's the same message. Yeah, I'm really glad that you bring up the last point because I have fallen into that trap of not creating content, not saying certain things because I'm thinking, well, damn, Tony Robbins, he says the same shit. Ed Milet says the same, same shit. You know, Andy Frisella, they say the same thing. But then you just hit the nail on the head. I'm not Andy Frisella. I'm not Tony Robbins. The way I can deliver something is how I deliver it. And obviously those dudes are people that we look up to and you have people in your circle and your network that you look up to too, but you're you and you're only you. The marketplace only has you and you only. So, you know, don't forget what you say, what you bring to the table, the way you explain your business, what you say in your content, how you teach somebody, how you manage somebody. It's authentically you if you're coming across that way, right? If you're just being you, not trying to mimic someone else and then people just feel it, right? And I think that's, I'm going to bring a sports kind of story to the mix because some some of you guys might not know Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson, he is an NFL quarterback. You probably know his hot wife, Sierra. Do you want to hear a funny story about Sierra? I say hot because I'm laughing, I'm joking because she is attractive, but eighth grade Kita, <laughs> Kita's laughing because he knows where I'm going with this. And you know, it's funny is he doesn't even like we didn't even talk about this, but he's laughing. I'm guessing that I think I, he knows we all experience the same rumor. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably 2002. This was no social media, no text messages. You know, I, I think I just had the Nokia phone. So I was playing snake at the time, but there was no group text messages, none of that shit. Right. And someone started a rumor at Jefferson Middle School in Oceanside, California, in eighth grade, that Sierra was a man. And I could not believe that. I was like, dude, there's no way she's a man. Like, Sierra is just like Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Like, these chicks are like hot. And as an eighth grader, you think they're just like goddesses. There's like no way. And then I was convinced that she was a man. Of course. Likewise. Yeah. So Russell Wilson is married to this man. No, she's not a man. (laughs) I'm not going to start no beef with Sierra. Um, She's a woman. Okay. At least I think she is. All right. So Russell Wilson is married to her. So Russell Wilson just signed a $200 million contract with the Denver Broncos. He just left the Seattle Seahawks. So he left one NFL team and just started a new NFL team. Signed a massive, massive deal. 
and they're not winning right now. They're like three and 10, three and nine, just dog shit. And I'm just reading different reports where Russell Wilson is the critique with him is he's not his authentic self. He's not genuine. And the players can feel that they can feel that he's just not being real with them, not being who he really should be. And you got to think about that. Is it because he's masking it because he's married to this superstar? I don't know a situation. I'm just speculating. Uh, like Joe Rogan likes to say, I just have a strong opinion with no facts, right? So I have no facts here, guys. But the story that the reason I'm say, I say this story is because Russell Wilson is not coming across genuine, not coming across as authentic, and it's resulting into a p- poor performance. And that's the same thing with you guys, right? Is if you're not coming across genuine with your team, your, your staff, your employees, your relationships, your friends, like, dude, you're just going to drive people away and you're not going to win. So don't be afraid of just be yourself. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one thing I've learned from hundred episodes is that you can't try to be somebody else. You can, you can copy somebody, but make sure you're copying the right cat. Like our boy bracket said, you know, but you want to make sure that you're doing it your way. And that could be no, no, like no one else has seen. It could be very similar to someone else's way, but I guarantee you there's nobody in the marketplace that's doing and providing the value that you do in your way. And if you can take that away and, and take something from this podcast, that's something that you can use in every aspect of your life. It's always going to be unique when you do it. Yeah, that's uh, that's for sure. The the second thing, Keita, that I learned from doing this podcast, just if we were to tally up the amount of revenue that the businesses bring in from the guests that we've had on the show, revenue, geez, uh, that's I mean, even we're, more than we're, I thought. We're, we're talking nine figures. You know, we're probably talking 200, 300 million easy a year in revenue. So we've had a, a lot of successful people on the show. And one common denominator that I've heard from a lot of them is they were able to achieve X, whether it's a profitable marketing campaign or hiring a CEO to replace themselves or moving to Hawaii and living in Hawaii, running their business, whatever that they wanted to achieve, they were able to do it because number one, they were committed to it. And number two, enough time went by. And I say this because there's something in your life right now that you don't have because you don't want it bad enough. I know you probably don't want to hear that, but you're either out of shape. You're either not where you want to be financially, personally, business-wise. You don't have the relationships that you want to have in your life, right? There's something in your life that you don't have. And it's just because you don't want it bad enough. And you know it. Right. Think about that family member of that friend that still smokes cigarettes. Like, dude, who's, who smokes cigarettes anymore? Like they're all smoking vapes. Mm-hmm. Right. But like that person that's still smoking, they know they need to quit. They know it's bad for them, but they don't want it bad enough. That's why they're still smoking. Right. So that desire has to be there. And if you're okay, not having X because you don't want it bad enough, then that's okay. But mm-hmm. don't say you want it but then your actions aren't lining up, right? So that's one thing I saw Keita from a lot of these these cats is, dude, they're just machines. Number one, 
There was no excuse that was going to hold them back from doing it. It wasn't, oh, I don't have enough money to do this, or I don't have the relationships, I don't have the hookups to do this. Man, I don't have the skills in that area to do this. Man, I just don't have enough time to do this. No, they freaking eliminated every excuse and attacked it. And then enough time went by and that desire to accomplish X turned into the result. So right now, maybe you're thinking, dude, I'm putting everything I have into achieving X. Like I eliminated all my excuses. I'm, I'm going zero to a hundred and I'm putting in the effort to make this desire a reality. Then enough time has to go by, right? I mean, how long have you actually been living that way? Six months, a year? That ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Compared to what you, when you weren't, li- when you're living out of, out of sync, you know, I think that's a great point. And another thing is, is the fact that once you start living correct and you're doing those right things, things those quote-unquote right things the success is not overnight you're not gonna get wake up with a six-figure bank account because you know you you watched one course you know or you saw one webinar funnel that was life-changing for you so you've got to let the dreams actually manifest and actually come to fruition and sometimes you can be doing all the right things for a period of times and we've learned from the guests over the years that you could be crushing it in one aspect or running a hundred miles per hour in one aspect of your life, but that's the wrong opportunity. You're running the wrong fucking direction, going as hard as you can run in the wrong direction. So sometimes you're in the wrong opportunity. You're in the wrong place. Sometimes time hasn't got to you because you need to change your situation. Life's going to throw a ball, a curveball at you that you think is going to be, well, is me, the world's ending, but it's actually to get you off track because you were going the wrong way. And that's something that we've learned from directly from these guests that have done all these figures of business, these nine, 10 figures of business. They didn't have the right opportunity before. A lot of time they had the right mindset, same skill set, same network oftentimes. Obviously, network grows as your net worth grows, but they just had the wrong opportunity. They were chasing the wrong dream, quote unquote, at that moment. So that's also another thing. You got to be aligned with do you really want this? Are you actually committed to what you want? And if you are, figure it out. And if you aren't and you just want some of the perks that come along with it, find the opportunity that gets you there because sometimes you may be on the wrong track. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you bring up that point because as you were saying that, it reminded me, you've seen that meme where the ladder that some dude's holding is leaned up against a wall because we've all heard of the term level up, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to move up in life, right? Like physically level up, right? So the ladder is, okay, I need to get in on this ladder to walk up the building. Oh shit. Well, this ladder is leaned up against the wrong building. I need to grab this ladder and shift it and move it over into this building, right? Oh shit. That's actually the right building. Now I can get on this ladder and be where I need to be. And as you were saying that, it reminded me of that because how many times in in your life, or maybe right now, your ladder is just leaned up against the wrong building. And you keep climbing this ladder, but the top of it, of that ladder, that destination isn't really where you want to be anyways. Yeah. I mean, there's so many analogies that you can go with that. Having your ladder leaned against the wrong house is never going to get you where you need to go. Like being a firefighter and your ladder's leaned up against a non-burning house. Like you're just at the wrong place. You've got all the right equipment, trucks there, water's turned on, but you're not at a fire, dog. So go find, go find that fire and go put it out. You can use whatever analogy is going to stick in the winner's head, but 
you need to find what actually aligns with you, not your passion, just something that's that works for you. The opportunity that's going to allow you to achieve the things that you set out to do, find that and then run the play. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, um, it's pretty interesting how these people that we've interviewed, like they're just so dialed in with time, right? They look at time like a hawk. They look at time as what it is. It's not something that you can exchange for really a whole lot, right? I think I shared with you guys, you know, I heard uh, a speaker bring up time and it was basically the story of you've got one week to live and you're for sure going to die in a week. And if someone says, Hey, can I take up six hours of your day and I'll give you $500,000? You're probably going to say no right? Because your time is worth more than that. And these dudes, these, these women, they literally view their time that way. And I think that's a big reason why they're successful and why people that are not winning in life, they just view time as just abundant. It's just going to keep growing and they're never going to die. Time passing me by. What time was that the far side song that's that's all that came like time's just gonna pass you by you're either gonna make shit happen or it's just gonna you're gonna wake up in your middle age and you haven't accomplished a thing that you wrote down on your goal list or your new year's resolution list in the past decade that may be you right now but if you're taking action to listen to this and you go back and listen to these other successful people's stories every single one of them has been kicked in the teeth way worse than what you probably think your situation is right now talking hundreds of millions of dollars or millions of dollars in debt instantly and turning around to a positive net worth worth millions and a life that you could that you wish that you could have right now it's just a matter of how bad do you want it are you in the right opportunity and are you overcomplicating what you're what you're doing are you overestimating what what other people think of you probably are that's holding you back these limiting beliefs Thankfully, over the last, you know, 100 episodes, you've been able to shed both of us a lot of limiting beliefs about business, finance, relationships. When you see someone else doing it and you surround yourself every week with, you know, conversations and people that are winning at a high level, it just elevates you, you know, and this podcast, you know, for me, helped me get out of a lot of situations where I was like, man, I didn't have the answers. You know, in this podcast, we come on and get to ask questions from people way smarter in their field, you know, that directly affect us. You know, you surround, who you surround yourself with matters. And when you get to listen to this show and get to, we get to interview these type of people, it definitely does affect you positively. Yeah. yeah my favorite part about this, the show, Keita, is when a guest says something that is super, super fire, a lot of value. And then I go home, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, babe. We should do this because, you know, so-and-so is on the podcast and they said this about this. And then my wife looks at me and she's like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. I said the same thing to you last week. (laughs) If you're you're married, you're guilty too, right? I know your wife has said, after you come and tell her all excited about what you want to do, or you heard about this or a change you're going to make. I bet your wife told you about that same damn thing a month, six months ago. Because chances are you're married to a winner and they know you better than a lot of people. And our wives are hella smart. They might not be in your business. They might not 
understand crypto and FTX, but dude, they, they got this instinct in them, man. Like they are no joke. They are beasts. So yeah. EQ baby. I'm, I'm guilty of that, man. I'm, 100%. Yeah. And then my wife just looks at me and I'm like, Oh damn it. You did say that a month ago. Was, damn. It just hit different, babe. This time. <laughs> <laughs> just hit different this time. Oh shit. Well, um, winners, Again, it's been uh, an honor and uh, super grateful to have you guys rocking with us episode after episode. If you have not had a chance, go back and, and start from the very beginning. Maybe you started listening to us in episode 50, 60, 70. There's some good ones back there. I mean, as shitty as I probably sound in episode one, there is going to be some, some still value. still ask good questions. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't already... You know, on your next uh, gym workout in the car right now, just go back in time and, and listen to those first few episodes and start from one or 10 or 20. We had some really, really good guests. Uh, one of my favorite early episodes was when we interviewed Caleb Maddox, millionaire at 16 years of age and uh, dude, just such a strong minded smart savvy kid he was electric he was electric and he was on zoom wasn't even in the office so i could feel him so yeah yeah Yeah. winners surround themselves a winner so if you listen to this right now you're already on the right track just go ahead and follow through yep amen well uh guys again if you have not already as well give us a a review those reviews do a lot for the rankings the algorithms because we're going to keep bringing heat to you guys all of 2023 and and our goal is to to grow this show and get this show in in front of more people and uh give kita follow over at high key and uh kita the other day shared with me someone gave us some love on um, the stories and shouted us out and stuff like that means a lot to kita and i again because we're not making money off this show so when you guys shout us out in the dms give us a review um it it does fill up our tank fills up our cup so um and then you're also helping other people too so this is all keep supporting each other to make this a win-win-win for uh all of you winners out there and i hope you guys have a great week peace